So that's, that's just us. Um, let's start off with, with the um, Victorian era. So, so it's an international audience today, which is quite interesting. So it'll be, be good to, to see how your experience relates to our experience. But essentially, uh, compulsory education began in this country in, in 1870. And it began with the Education Act. And the Education Act meant that local authorities then created local education boards. Uh, that is a Victorian primary school. It's what we call a triple decker. And I suspect some of you have been, been to that. And in fact, that one is just over there, uh, right adjacent to the Olympic, Olympic Village. So that's, that's, that's the end result of what we're talking about. Uh, Similar scenario in the 1870s is, is that the educationists, the education board, employed architects to go and do their educational thinking for them, which was a little bit strange. But there was a guy called Robson uh, who, who traveled around the world looking at what other countries were doing in terms of their educational principles. And he was quite, it was quite interesting to see the different principles that emerged. So in, in Germany, what they called the Prussian model, they had a, a scenario there which was one class, one teacher. The teachers in Germany were paid one-sixth of what they were paid in this country, so it was a model that was affordable. So the class stayed in one place throughout the entire day, and then they were very focused on exams, and so they had an examination hall. I don't know whether people can read these plans, but don't worry if you can't. The principle is the same. So it's a whole series of classrooms. Everybody stays very, very much where they are. A lot of teachers, an examination hall. Also, they had obsessions about daylight, etc., because they didn't have high levels of artificial light. So all the classrooms, the light came in over your left shoulder, for example. So if you were left-handed, I think all the left-handed children had to write right-handed in, in those days anyhow. So, so interesting sorts of approaches found in Germany. So that was called the Prussian model. Uh, he went over to the States. The States, they had a different idea, which is they also had the principle that there were classrooms and you had a teacher. Large number of kids in these classrooms. Don't think 30, by the way. Think 80 per class. Uh, but they also felt that there should be a need for everybody to get together. Uh, and so they developed schools where they had a lot of sliding walls in the classrooms. The dotted lines here between the classrooms were large timber screens which all pulled out of the way so that these classrooms could all become one large space where the whole school could get together or larger groups could get together. That's quite interesting because that's talked about an awful lot these days in contemporary design. Uh, another school, similar sort of model. Uh, so they believed that getting the whole school together was, was, was quite important.